Welcome to the Transform Your Wealth and Health podcast, where experts in wealth, health, and fitness help transform your life. Here's your host, Andy Arder. She's a cancer survivor, best-selling author, entrepreneur of success. It's the connecting podcaster herself, Jane Baylor. Jane, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm doing brilliantly, thank you. I'm really, really excited to be here today. I'm, I'm actually at the end of a long day with um, six podcasts of my own um, in the bag. So it's been a long day, but so much fun. I just love working with Dan, who is um, Andy's son. I just love him. So I've, I've actually had a, a fantastically fun day <laughs> okay so yeah you've been recording stuff with dan haven't you i say podcasting I smart connecting podcasting that's your that's your podcast yes definitely it's all about entrepreneurial people power um communications it's actually the smart connector is about relationship with self relationship with others and relationship with many so yeah. it covers those three areas so yeah. we're going to launch it very soon and i'm really excited about it okay so in what format is it is it more video or is it audio or both or how are you doing it? Well I've recorded a lot of interviews. I've actually banked around 30 interviews with some very successful entrepreneurs. Right. Not just in the UK. I've, I've got people from Australia, mm -hmm. from Norway, um, New Zealand. So it's obviously taken me a while to track those people down, build a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. But um, I like to kind of do things sequentially. So I've really been focusing hard on the podcast um, interviews. And then now I've got them done. I've just saying before this, I'm going to hand it all over to Dan. I've got <laughs> six months worth of content. I'm going wow. to let him put it out. That's, that's a brilliant way of doing it. I mean, you're miles in advance. I love people that plot, plan and prepare. We've, we've, I was talking to <laughs> Laura Muse a little while ago on her podcast as a guest. And one of the things she said, oh, you know, I love to go off and just do things there and then. And she said, have you got any... Any things that you use today as tips for people who have got podcasts? And I said, yeah, just don't go off and do things there and then. You need to plot, plan and prepare it. So uh, I'm glad you've done it, Jane. <laughs> well, yeah, because I think, I mean, we, we all have to juggle a bit as entrepreneurs, yeah. don't we? But I think particularly if you're creating content, a lot of mental energy goes into that. Yeah. It's, they're not just routine tasks. And I, I was saying um, earlier on when we were talking, Andy, that when I launched my book, it was a self-published book and a lot of, a huge amount of focus and energy had to go into that. Mm -hmm. So um, really, this last few months has been about getting the podcast ready, preparing for it. And then once it's out, then I'm going to move on to my next project, which is writing my next book. Um, obviously, this is all going on alongside my property work as well, but uh, writing yeah. the next book, um, getting my mastermind courses um, up and running, right. and that, that's the thing, that's the next thing I'm going to focus okay. on. Okay, well, I want to talk about your projects, I want to talk about your courses, I want to talk about your book, you're obviously a best-selling author, but let's go back, let's tell a little bit about your story, because I know you've got an interesting story to tell, and it's it's quite an emotional story, yes. the bits that I've heard at least, so yeah. could you take us back? Yes, well, it's a long story as well because I'm I'm not a spring chicken, so um, I'm not going to start right at the very beginning. Okay. But um, let's talk about about the cancer because that was um, obviously a very life changing event. It is a life changing event for anyone. Mm. And I was diagnosed back in 2011, and to be honest, uh, I don't really know why it never occurred to me that this might happen to me because. 
actually all of my female relatives had died of cancer very young and so it was most definitely in the family um my my grandmothers all died young my aunt died young even my grandfather died of breast cancer can you believe it that's that's unusual for guys yeah it is it is but um actually he didn't die of it but he had it Mm -hmm. he had it Mm -hmm. So anyway, whether there's a genetic component or, or not, and of course the debate rages all the time about this, um, I got it, and by the time it was diagnosed, it was a certain form that isn't usually diagnosed early. It was called lobular. So mm-hmm. what that means is instead of just growing like a little pea, it grows in sort of strands and tendrils and then all of a sudden one day it appears and you've got this kind of monstrous lump Mm -hmm. and that's what happened to me so uh i i did uh, go through about six months of treatment chemotherapy i had a double mastectomy reconstructions took quite a long time radiotherapy obviously and in fact i'm still on the cancer medication today so a lot of people think well it's an isolated incident no i mean it's a life-changing uh, it's a life-changing thing to happen, and the ramifications they they are very long-lasting. Mm-hmm. But they can be um, a blessing as well as a curse, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, and all of that is to do with your mindset. Of course, we, we've had three women within my family: two of my sisters and my mother. My mother had breast cancer three times. Really? So yeah, um, yeah, I was had breast cancer three times, um, two mastectomies, and then uh, associated with cancer afterwards. Um, and the third one was at night over ninety, so you know, um, at quite a, a mature age, so to speak. So yeah, I know, I know, I know where you're coming from on some of this. I've seen some of the treatments and obviously the the pain and suffering that people go through. But Jane, you've, you've come through that and you've still been doing lots of entrepreneurial things so you're quite an inspiration to a lot of people yes uh you had some other family issues too i believe if you have kids talk about those oh yeah yeah i'm a very much an open book i think it's very important to be courageous and to talk about mm-hmm. difficult issues that's yeah. one of the things that i really yeah. prioritize the reason i asked partly was because of exactly what I was saying. You, you've come through these things and you can be an inspiration to others. So I'm yeah. not trying to be too personal and trying to, you know, um, be intrusive. <laughs> but, of course, you can inspire others and your story is a particularly good one that you can, you know, throughout all this adversity, come through the other side. Yes, exactly. So I have had a lot of adversity in my life compared to some people. Mm. I do know that. Um, but then there are plenty of people in the world who have a lot of adversity compared to me. So, you know, this isn't a game of comparison, no, is it? No. Um, but well, certainly there has been a lot, a lot. Yeah, well, we're talking UK standards sometimes as opposed to world standards, of course, yes. you know. So, uh, yes. Yeah. So um, what happened and how did you overcome it, Jane? Uh, so so what happened, there, there have been, so, as I said, so many, so many things. Hmm. So I have talked um, publicly about the fact that I grew up in a family, my, my mother was a, an alcoholic and addict, so I, I had quite a lot to deal with from a very young age, really. And there's plenty of children in the UK that are also living and growing up in families where this is um, an issue. But what tends to happen is the children tend to end up more or less bringing themselves up because the parents are not really able to look after them, and, and that really happened to me. So So that was kind of way back, and... I made a big success of my life. I was very successful professionally. 
I, I work for 20 years at a very high level in media and entertainment in London. I've, I've got an education, a very good education, because I really felt as though I had to. I felt as though I had, I didn't have any family. I didn't have no, anybody to fall back on. So I did very well in my career. But along the way, obviously, my, my uh, personal relationships were quite difficult and quite troubled. I think maybe I didn't have quite the instinct for the right type of, of guy, should we say. Um, so I met the father of my older children and left him when they were very young because he was very aggressive and I wasn't comfortable with, with the way that he was, particularly around my children when they were so small. So I was a single parent. Um, working incredibly hard in a pretty desperate situation, really. Mm. So somebody came along at some point and said, I've got an opportunity for you. And I thought, okay, let's hear about it. And he said, come and run my business and I'll give you shares. I'll make you MD and I want to sell it in a few years' time. So I thought, do you know what? Maybe that is my way out. Mm. So... That I mean, that's the story. So yeah. I, I, I did it. I took took up the challenge, but my children were young, and I didn't want to wait five years, and so I just threw myself into it. And to cut a long story short, it was a, a massive success story. Mm-hmm. So the business was technically insolvent when I joined. I mean, it had a it had been around for about ten years. It had great creative heritage so i can't claim that this was a startup situation mm-hmm. it wasn't they just the the company had got into trouble so within a year we got it back up to around about a million pounds turnover but it was profitable which it, mm-hmm. it was before um and then in the next year we scaled it up to six million which was an incredible feat looking back there was quite a lot of planning there was about a year's planning that went into that but we basically did that by going global. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and you did that through your previous experience from the other jobs that you've done. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because I was a business development expert. I kind of knew what to do, mm-hmm. um, and really they were just focusing on the local market, and I realised that there was a much bigger opportunity and mm-hmm. that if we could just get that, you know, those global contracts, then that would really make the difference. Have you got one or two tips that, Anybody that might have been in, in a, you know, a similar position to you might want to move things on at the moment. What might you suggest to them might help them move on quickly? You mean in a, in a difficult situation yeah. financially yeah. and and a struggling single parent? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean it's 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 no different really. If if you're a single parent, obviously you're struggling with a lot of time and resource issues, aren't you? That's the thing. So for me, I couldn't have um, had a, an entrepreneurial business at that time because I needed to earn money. So I was I was in a job. It was a it was a corporate job, and I had I did have a lot of um, experience behind me. So I think it really depends on where you're starting from. Um, if you if you have um, experience, it's very important if you're in that situation to leverage it rather than try and start something new. Because of course you have to look for shortcuts. So I think I think the main thing is to, I would say, to look at yourself and say, what have I done? What have I done that I can take to somebody else? And of course, you know, this opportunity just dropped into my lap. It was a very very good one, but it was at the same time there was a bit of a stroke of luck. <laughs> okay. So 
Brilliant. I mean, if it comes your way, then why not? Came my way. There you go. Yes. So are you able to tell us what the net result of this was? Yes, yes. So um, it wasn't my business. I was a shareholder. So I made around £350,000 um, in cash when the, the business was sold the following year. So that wasn't too bad, really. It's considering, a nice year. <laughs> yes, it was a good year. It was a good year for sure. And considering that I was also on a very, very good salary and a 25% profit share, which was the thing that I'd agreed when I, when I moved in, um, then that was very good. And, um, so I was, I was pretty pleased with that. Mm, I'm yeah. not surprised. Jane. I'm yeah, not surprised exactly. It was okay. Yeah. Okay. So moving things on to today, what yeah. kind of projects have you got at the moment? Okay, so I, I'm working with um, a Colombian investor who is a really wonderful guy, and I love working with him. His name is Leo Suarez. Leo, I know from yes. the bit of podcast training that I did with Leo a while back. So, uh, yes, yeah, great yeah. guy. He is. He's skiing at the moment. Oh, is so, he? Okay. Yes. So, um, he has a podcast in Latin and South America, and it's about the UK property market in Spanish. Um, and he also has, um, say his, his business partner also wants to invest in the UK because he's actually a qualified engineer and he owns a freight railway company and he's done, had a steel trading company and, and so on. So, I mean, he's got various businesses. Um, but anyway, he's bringing some money over from South America early next year and we're just looking for projects to invest into at the moment okay you've done a lot of things in the past you've got a lot planned for the future your podcast the events etc let's move things on a few years where would you like to be if you had the crystal ball and you got a choice of where you wanted to be in let's say five years time so my my passion is actually writing uh so i love writing and whenever i think about my life five years time i'll just have more time to write so I, I particularly admire, there's a lady called Brené Brown, um, and she's a, a very successful writer and a thought leader, shall we say. And I guess I, I'd like to probably have a life that maybe is a little bit like hers from what I've read. So, you know, I picture myself doing some travel, being on a beach, writing a lot, hopefully having a lovely husband come into my life, because mm-hmm. that is something that I would like, never having really had a nice husband. I think I'd like a nice one this time. So if you know anybody, then yeah, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm here, ready and waiting. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll see what we can do, Jane. We've, yeah. we've done great things on the podcast before, so you never do know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay. So just getting to the end of the show now. Yeah. If people want to get in touch with you, they want to know more about what you do, they're intrigued, they're interested, they want to come along to your event, what's the best way to get in touch? So you can contact me on social media. I'm I'm quite active on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, Twitter. Um, it's probably the best way is just to send to DM me on uh, Messenger or LinkedIn. Or alternatively, you can email me on jane at janebaylor.com or go to my website and book a call, www.janebaylor.com. So there's plenty of ways. It's not hard to get hold of me and I'd love to talk to you. Okay, Jane, thanks very much for coming on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, see you soon. Bye. I hope this podcast gives you inspiration. And if you want to contact me, I'm Andy Arter, and it's transformyourwealthandhealth at gmail.com. 